So, yeah. anyway, let's let's get to sharing this. Yeah, it's like Cam Ross said, you're going to be all right. You're tough, right? <laughs> to everyone, everywhere. Yeah, I love that TikTok, um, that TikTok, the Asian wife on TikTok. So Yo, fucking dope, man. She, she the bomb. Right? <laughs> like, like, she, she's one of the most entertaining fucking people on the internet right now. So, yeah. And she was, um, I think the first video of hers that I saw was the one where like she had like he said something crazy and then she yeah. like flipped up her flip-flop and then threw it right at him yeah and he, i'm just he, like oh damn that brings back old school vibes right yeah. there yeah he basically was, was like like oh did you get the pizza honey and she was like yes i got it and he's like i want an extra wife with my pizza <laughs> <laughs> oh damn like it's like do you want to die want to die today boy but I, I love that shit, man. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, Kanisha, um, that's for me. That's relationship goals when y'all can make dope content and just like have fun together. Like, that's that's what I'm looking for, really. Like, I'm looking for dopeness like that. So, um, okay, let me see here. What we got? Oh yeah. Well, we are live, right? Good bro. Uh, man, we uh, we ain't talked in a minute, man. It's been a minute, y'all. Like me and Mike normally talk quite a bit offline, and we just been we've been so ingrained in our grind, we just been separated. Yo, I'm saying like work, <laughs> work has been work, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like 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 shit. Like my own podcast, I haven't even really been doing as much as I'd like to. Like I used to put an episode out every week. Lucky if I do every two weeks now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Look, this shit takes takes work, and um, you know, people say, "Oh, well, you just do this shit." And it's like, "Yo, man, this shit takes planning, work. You got to book guests." Yep. Like I, I got stood up this past uh, week. I was supposed to have a musical artist on, and you know, we had we had scheduled the time to to do a little interview show, and. Um, Completely just flaked, completely stood me up. And I was just really? like, all right, well, that's a little disrespectful because I'm sitting there like, we were supposed to go live at like seven. I'm sitting there seven thirty, like, uh, all right, I guess you're not gonna make it, you know. If you want to reschedule, then we can reschedule. But it was just like for anybody out here who's listening to this shit, this is the frustrations of a content creator. <laughs> it it, it if you don't want to be on somebody's shit, just say that. Don't stand them up. I actually had um, a trans, and I'm not going to name him, but I had a transamorous man do that shit where he was pulling that where, like, I wanted him on my podcast. Not this one, but the Trans Talk for Men podcast. I wanted him on that podcast, and I would schedule him, and then, oh, well, you know, I'm over at my, my parents' house. I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm doing, okay. Uh, all right, man, well, let's reschedule. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, I'm over here doing this, this, and this. Now I'm not and it was just like, and eventually it just came to him. Like, he was like, bro, I just, look, I just don't want to be a part of this because, you know, I don't want to mix my brand with your show because there's a lot of people that don't like your show. And I'm like, all right, well, fair, just say that shit. Like, you know, speak the fuck up. I ain't going to be mad because you don't want to do my show. But it took a while. I had to drive it out this dude. Like, bro, what's going on? Because we, we rescheduled with the dude three times. And after the third time, I couldn't keep my co-host, you know, to a point where he would allow 
us to do something with them again. So, um, yeah, yeah there was I, that experience. I think that's bullshit, though. Like, you know, that's some pussy-ass shit. Like, oh, I hear bad things about your podcast. Like, you listen to the show, you make your own decision based on the content. For sure. And I, look, I understand that, you know, there are people that have been on my podcast, and, and then after they were on, they were like, they've gotten, gotten hey, you shouldn't be on that guy's podcast because of this, this, and this, and this. And, you know, because people don't like him. And it's like, all right, that's cool. That's your brand, your decision. So, you know, in that vein, I don't trip on that stuff too hard. You know, um, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm still sharing the show out to different places. And I got one more last place to share it, which is my page <laughs> to my friends and family. Because, <laughs> you know, some of them kind of stumble into this shit, too. So, uh, yeah. What are you? Enough of uh, be sharing the woes of being a content creator. You know, it's all good. I, I, I love this. I love the community. I love what I do. And I love all my trans amateur brothers. And, you know, fuck it. I love men. Like, I love these guys. Like, I have a, you know, people wonder why I do this podcast. It's mostly because I have a very strong passion for helping men, helping to educate them helping to give them advice that may save them from bad experiences, helping them to understand how to navigate in this space. Um, you know, I really do have a passion for helping guys. There's a lot of men out there struggling. A lot of guys out there struggling. In fact, I was talking to a guy this week, you know, who's very new to his attraction and, and he was just struggling. And he's telling me, you know, hey, my 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 friend who's a minister is is telling me that these trans women are just men with makeup on and you know and then i need to that's all i need to be thinking about when i'm when i'm kissing one of them and he's like well i don't want to leave my religion but i also know that this is what i like and like you know look there's men out there struggling there's men with kids without kids married single whatever there's plenty of men that are looking for answers they have no one to go to and i have a very strong passion for giving these men my time my my advice my my experience but also linking them with other men who may be better suited to share their experiences help them out because i'm not the best suited for every guy out there i've never been married i can't tell a guy how to be you know how to handle his attraction and all that stuff when he's married but i have married men in my group that will be happy to mentor and help guide him through certain shit. You know, I've never been through a divorce. There are guys, hey, I'm going through a divorce and my wife is trying to use my transamory against me in, in, you know, the custody battle. Well, I've never been through that, but there's guys in the group that have been through that. So, you know, anyways, I, I just, you know, I have a really strong passion. I give, I give a lot of fucks about the dudes out there that are struggling, that are just looking for answers or just looking for somebody to talk to, looking for some sort of, um, looking for somebody to help them figure shit out for themselves. You know, um, I know a lot of women know that y'all y'all say, I've heard it said a lot of times, you know, we do a lot of labor with these men, helping them be comfortable with themselves and all that. Well, look, y'all don't got to do that. You, like women, you don't have to do that. You shouldn't have to do that. I'm not saying I'm the perfect guy to coach and help every man, period. But, you know, this shit is necessary. It's needed. And, um, you know, men need to 
They need to be comfortable with themselves. They need freedom. Like really the main thing that men need is freedom. And we're going to talk about that later on in the show. And Mike and I got some fiery discussion when it comes to that. Um, but first, <laughs> first, let's let me offer the traditional trigger warning because this is the Men Like Us podcast. It's a, it's a men's space. It's for men by men. So we are going to say shit how we feel. And we're going to say things in a way that men can receive it. So, ladies, if we say something that doesn't hit your ears just right, just know that we're not making our words palatable to you. We are doing our best to make our words palatable to men. Um, and, you know, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. One, one little bit of housekeeping, you know. Please, please, please know that the guy that you see on this podcast is who the fuck I am off the podcast but don't make the mistake that you know i guess one of the mis- one of the things one of the things that people kind of run into with me when they encounter me in different spaces conversations whatever else just know that i'm here for the guys i put these men first i care about my brothers i want them to be free i want them to love themselves i want them to not be shamed or you know have guilt and insults hurled at them. So, you know, just know that I I give a whole lot of fucks about these guys. And if I see problematic behavior from trans women, I will address it and I will give it no quarter, none. In the same way that me and and Mike and every other transgenderous guy that's been on this show, we are anti-anti-transphobia. Like we are very supportive of the community and we will not allow transphobia uh, 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 to exist in any space that we exist in. So while with, so the same way that we give no quarter, we don't give any room, no wiggle room at all to anybody in our space to say anything transphobic. We confront it, we combat it at every turn. I do that in the same, I do the same when it comes to, you know, uh, 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 to problematic thought patterns, or just all out offensive, you know, verbiage of men, trans amorous men, men who like trans women, I will, I, I could be very aggressive on that front. Not aggressive to the point where I'm angry, but I'm not going to let you get by with even a little bit of, you know, shame or insults or guilt, you know, type of shit being hurled at men or, you know, misleading men, misinforming them, all of that shit. You know, I, I'm not going to allow any of that. So, Please understand that this is my passion. This is who I am. Um, you know, I want a better experience for all guys. And, you know, the better men feel about themselves, the better they, the more healthy they are when they approach the community. By the time they get to you, they're in a way better space. And you don't have to coach them into thinking that they're not gay. You don't have to coach them into accepting themselves because they already feel free and liberated and, and affirmed in who they are. So that's my monologue. I had to share that because, you know, I kind of got into uh, a back and forth trying to help a woman understand, like, yo, certain things that you're saying right now is not great and whatever else. And she just wasn't getting it. And because I didn't relent and I didn't just fall in line and just, you know, backed her play at every turn, it was like, oh, well, I thought you were for the women. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm for the guys. And I need you to understand that you, you're, you're, you're wrong in how you're treating these dudes. So um, 
that's my honest honesty out there. So it has been said. Everybody knows who who the hell Chris is, what he's about, all that stuff. You know, I'm about helping, but you know, helping the men, helping this part of the community helps the community. So, you know, this work is needed. It is necessary. Trans attraction, trans amory, the, the label, the community, all that shit is necessary and needed. Men need identity as much as anyone else with a sexual preference that's outside of the dominant society, cis man to cis woman. Everybody needs identity and community when you exist outside that space. So bisexual, gay, lesbian, all sexual identities that are valid, just like trans amorous is a sexual identity that's valid. So, you know, I'm not going to belabor that point. Just want to move on. But, you know, I, I see the comments are firing up and I'm sorry I didn't see everybody. Uh, <laughs> what up, Troy? What up, Brianna? Hey, Tracy, Kanisha, Monica, Rick, Rena. Uh, dang, who else we got here? Uh, Al Algernon. What up? Shout out Houston. We got to get together, bro. Quan, what up? What up, player? Roy, what's up? What's up? Courtney, everybody in the house. I love y'all. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us on this show. Thank you. Danai. I hope I'm saying that right. Or Danae? Danae. I'm going to go with Danae. And please correct me if I am incorrect. Um, I do not. I want to respect all day. So, um, Sorry, let me move on to the next part. Which I kind of got wrapped up in that one, but sorry, Mike. Thank you for standing by on that, bro. But okay. you know, uh, something that Mike and I wanted to talk about kind of relates to what I was talking about earlier. Um, you know, we really want to talk about like the mindset of men who are new to their trans attraction, and like, you know, I, I really kind of want people to understand where they're at, and I kind of really want people to. And, and and even the guys themselves to understand where they're at and some of the things they need to be looking out for, you know. Um, and, and what what sparked this was a post. I joined this new Facebook group, and it's full of you know trans amorous men. A lot of guys are you know very green, very new to it. But there's also women in the group, and um, you know there's a lot of men, uh, you know, looking for answers and, and getting in conversation. And you know, women are chiming in here and there. Um, and, and the woman who put that group together is absolutely awesome. Um, shout out Alice. You are the fucking bomb, by the way, fucking bomb. And what up Zay? Love you. Uh, by the way, Zay, um, if I haven't seen, please keep up with the men like us Instagram account. I just put our, our full episode that I did with Zay on what men should do. I'm sorry. What men should do before getting, even attempting to get in a relationship with a trans woman. Um, is it, we, we put that whole thing on IG, IGTV. So get on IG, check it out. It's a dope episode. Uh, say it was definitely on point. And, uh, you know, research, 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 or just watch the fucking video. <laughs> say again what that means. But uh, anywho, um, uh, what up, John, John Jukes? So what started my, um, what, what made me think about this, I joined this group. And I saw this post. So I'm going to just share this, show you guys what this post is. Um, so one of the guys who is in the group, you know, he's, he's definitely feeling himself. He's brand new to um, his attraction and all that stuff. And, you know, he put out this post. He said, pre-op, trans girls are the most perfect beings on this planet. 
done in the statement. Um, you know, to which I commented in the group, like, hey, man, right on, brother. Like, I'm glad you're feeling liberated and free to share your, you know, attraction. Like, this is for a lot of new guys, this shit is like new that they can just talk about these things or express their attraction unfettered in a space and not be judged. Like, it is a very, when you're newly trans attracted, it's a very, it's it's an it's a it's an exhilarating feeling to not have to hide certain parts of yourself. It is an, it, to me it was an exhilarating feeling that there were things that weren't off the table. Like I was able to talk about whatever. I was able to share. Um, I was able to just share my feelings or just share what I like, what I don't like, whatever. I just express myself freely because I've never experienced that before in my life. And you know, this guy shared that opinion. And, you know, in came the women with shame and insults saying, well, one woman in particular was saying, well, you, this, this post is unfriendly and ignorant. Another one was saying, you're commodifying us. You're doing this, this and that to us. And, you know, all I, all I, the one thing that I want, because women watch this too, my, 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 my audience is about 50, 50 women and men very close 50 50 women women and men so i want to talk to women here as well ladies when you see posts of men expressing themselves and being free and feeling liberated support the fuck out of that shit because these dudes need your support to help them feel more secure in their attraction like this is what he likes and his preference his what he likes that's just valid as what anybody else on this planet likes so um you know, definitely support the fuck out of that shit and, 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 and don't shame. Don't try to correct. Um, you know, I think when 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 you're in a space with a newly I'm sorry, bro, I'm just monologuing. But it's just like when you're in a space with newly trans attracted men, you have like the sacred. Privilege of helping how this man is going to navigate in this community how he's going to perceive the community, how you're, you're helping to form, you're helping him form his thoughts in terms of who he is. And, you know, all I would ask is that if any woman encounters a guy who's brand new in this space, you know, I, I would ask that you stay away from all statements, like all men, all trans women, all people do this, all people do that. Stay away from that because that guy, like newly trans attracted men are impressionable as fuck and they will eat up every word you got to say and they're going to run out into the into this community thinking the truth that you gave them is the truth and, uh, and some of the times the truth that you know people give is motivated by what the fuck's happening inside of them so you know one of the women on that on that post was saying well you shouldn't like pre-op women because all pre-op women uh are going to get srs well, that's not true. And just because you're going to get SRS or just because you don't like that part of your body doesn't mean that he shouldn't like that part of part of a woman's body because somebody else out there loves their body and they don't have a problem with that part of their body. It's not a catch-all. Serving up catch-alls in terms of further an agenda or to make your or or to fall in line with what you're feeling inside or whatever the fuck you're going through, gotta gotta end that shit. Gotta end that shit. Um 
And Mike, I know that you had a, uh, I know that you had a thought that you wanted to share with, you know, when it came to the experience of like newly transattracted men. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let you take it away, bro. No doubt. I mean, if a guy is new in his attraction, um, it's not a good idea to try to make him think otherwise about it because then you could end up ultimately kind of like pushing him away because let's just say hypothetically mm-hmm. he is into pre-op trans women like that's his preference you know that doesn't mean that he's not gonna grow with his attraction mm-hmm. so for example like right now he could like pre-op trans women um, he might not even be looking for a relationship. He might just be looking to explore his attraction outright before he enters a relationship. Now, whether that means, you know, he's just dating or he's, a, or he's you know, like going out and just looking to kind of like hook up or whatever, you know, that's his prerogative. You know, he can do whatever he wants to do because, you know, he's his own person. Uh, but the whole thing is like, let's just say a few years down the line, he decides, hey, you know what? I'm ready for a relationship. And he meets a woman that is pre-op but plans to get the surgery in the future. But he falls in love with her. That's his business. You know, he can be with whoever he wants to be with. But let's just say, you know, he still isn't a pre-op trans woman. You know, and he doesn't want to be with someone that gets the surgery that's his prerogative too Mm. yeah i mean you know people can make their own decisions on what they want and all that stuff for their relationships i just think it's uh you know because it's something that you're not down with or that's the direction that you're not going don't make it a law that that's not right you shouldn't like this or if a man you know look these guys are new so when they say man i love trans women and i want to date a trans woman and i want to marry one and this is this is where i'm at this is what i want this is my shit. and i only want to date trans women and whatever whatever they're finally proclaiming it they're finally accepting themselves and if you come down with well you're a chaser because you only like trans women and there's something wrong with you or anything short of just support, like, hey, right on, man. I'm glad you're starting to accept yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Anything short of support will, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, the gatekeeper mentality on what what people have to be and what it what it really should be in your mind, like, it's not good. We People need to be free. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all of that shit is really, can really contribute to sending that dude back into the closet. So that's really what it is, is like, you don't want to, and I, I get it, you know, guys should be strong and down for this shit. And they shouldn't be that unshakable. But a lot of guys who are new to this, they're just dipping their toe in the water. They're still, like, kind of skittish. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I think this is kind of what I want. I think I'm going to try and do it. And they're taking baby steps towards being that guy all the way down the road. You know, like, this is a journey. They're just in the beginning parts of it. And it's like, you know, anything sort of support a lot of times can send some of these guys running back to the closet. Well, fuck it. I'm out. Like, I guess what, what I like is wrong. My pastor was right. I shouldn't like trans women only like, I, I don't know. Like, it's a whole thing. But it's, it's, 
This is why it's important to allow people to grow into their attraction. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, think about it, like the church, homophobes and everything like that, they've been telling people for years, like, you know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's like if this person is now opening their mind and they're like, wait, actually, no, wait, it's not wrong. They're making a step in the right direction. For sure. And, you know, one point you made, Mike, that was, you know, actually very dope. And this is just for a minute, all levels to understand, like, yo, for everybody to understand, like, sexuality throughout life, like, it, it evolves. You know, what you like evolves over time. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, Hey, you may go through a a, 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 a a phase where you like this or you like that. Everybody's taste evolves as they grow. People grow as people. You know, some guys, I've seen some guys, you know, start out with, well, I only want pre-op. And then actually, well, I don't care pre-op or post-op. And it's just like they end up just, you know, falling in love with the chick that opens their mind up. Like people can change and people can be you know, different kinds of folks are going to have different tastes, but everybody's entitled to what they like. It's just, I think with a lot of these guys that are new, I think we have to do the best that we can to affirm them and make sure that they feel comfortable in who they are. And if you are ever in proximity to somebody who's brand new, who's still trying to think it over, whatever else, all I'm asking is as a person who was in that space, is just support and affirm, support and affirm. And if you don't have the energy to do it, send them to somebody who will. Send them to my men's group. Send them to the Trans Supportive Brotherhood, the the Men Like Us Tribe. The uh, there's another group. Uh, oh, fuck, I forget the name of it. Uh, uh, yeah, Trans Love and Support. Or um, there's another one uh, supporting men who love trans women. There are all sorts of other support groups out there. If you just don't have the energy for it, like really. And, 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 and newly trans attracted guys out there, if, if you're listening to this, you know, um, definitely, definitely never allow anyone to have power over you to the point where you feel bad for what, for who and what you're sexually attracted to. Like your sexual attraction is not something to be ashamed about, it's not something that anybody can dictate to you, whether it's right or wrong. And, you know, that's what I mean by these new guys. They're really impressionable. We we will, uh, when I was brand new and I was being, I was having all this information downloaded into me from Transroom because I'm sitting there listening and, and taking in everything that they say. And it was just like, and, and I took that shit out. I took that shit as gospel. Well, yeah, you know, all Transroom like this or we we don't like that or we're this and, and it, okay. Now I take that run out into the world and I figure out the world is a lot more complex than the simple as all women like this or all women don't like this shit that I was given. Like I had to rethink a whole, I had to, I had to change a whole lot of things. A lot of my beliefs that was handed down to me, literally dictated to me by some women that I was listening to early on. Like I had to, I had to rejigger everything. And it's just like, yo, it's very important. Like, not important, but it's it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I still think of it as a sacred honor to really help somebody understand themselves and the community that they're trying to interact with and, and helping them understand how to navigate it. So, you know, as a newly trans attracted guy, like I was really impressionable as fuck, and um, you know, 
I, I believe some things. I was told some things that weren't exactly true. And I had to reality kind of smacked me in the face, you know, so it's kind of like running into a closed door. Like I just yes. it's, it stopped everything. So anywho, um, that's really what I, what I wanted to share with everyone today. We didn't have like this big, gigantic set set show. There was a viewer comment or not comment, a viewer question I wanted to get to. Mm -hmm. um, what was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I didn't ask the question, but I, I'm I'm going to leave. I'm going to let the ladies that are watching kind of answer this as well, because we definitely need some of y'all input on this one. Uh, uh, but the question is, uh, do some trans women gaslight trans amorous men into believing that dating is wrong? And if you want a trans woman, you should want you should have to want marriage. Oops, excuse me. Um, so I guess is a uh, marriage a requirement, or I'm a, and I'll, I'll probably even dub it down long term relationship required, long term commitment required. Like I guess this is something that, that they can't casually date. Is that it? This is something that I would say is situational. So, for example, mm. I mean, if you're the cis hetero community, mm. you have people that date casually. And you got people that are more relationship minded. Same thing with this community. You got people that date casually and you got people that are relationship minded. So this fall like like this falls onto the individual. So to say like all trans women are gaslighting trans amorous men into believing that dating is wrong, I can't agree with that one hundred percent. I would say you really have to focus more on the individual relationships that are out there in order to get a real opinion. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. No, I, I don't think uh I I haven't really seen this as well. Um so I, I, I to to the to the man who asked this question I would I would just say but get in relationships that's cool but don't put the cart before the horse and don't allow anybody to, to try and, and and get you to put the cart before the horse you know it, I, i'm any any married person i know that i've talked to you know they've all told me you know one day at a time young buck not that i'm not not that i'm super young as i was before but you know one day at a time like fuck. can just start out wanting to get into marriage so i mean you know I think this is just a general relationship thing. I, th I think there are, in general, like this isn't a trans thing. I think it's thing that there are people that have this fantasy and they want that marriage so quickly. They want it so badly that they're, you know, like, all right, we need to go straight I to mean, marriage from dating. I mean, you got relationships that take time. You got relationships that move fast. You know, I mean, every That's situation. Is they're different. not all the same. Yeah. You're right. Um, Monica said, hmm, don't you have to date in order to know if you want to marry that person? That's correct. You do. In some, in some situations, yeah. Um, meeting, dating, relationship, maybe eventually marriage feels like a natural progression. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's part of that putting the cart before the horse. I wanted to share uh, Tracy uh, Tracy's comment here. Tracy says, I have to say I have met men hold out and about i torture myself over how to tell them about the jack in the box but when i finally tell they just didn't care they like me 
they didn't grapple with their sexuality and labels. We continue to go out, meet friends, etc. So it's not always so complicated. That's correct. It is not always so complicated. Um, there are men that are in positions where they just have the privilege to not have to worry about, you know, whether their family's going to accept them or not, or whether, you know, their family dynamic will be turned up upside down on its head or whether their friends will reject them or whatever, you know, you know, whether they're going to lose their job, lose their home, you know, uh, there are some people that, that just are privileged enough to be in that position where that is not a factor, but I, that's I also know. that's also dependent on where you live as far as oh, yeah. jobs yeah. and stuff like that but, but friends it, and family she's correct it's not always it's not always that so yes we're not we we definitely don't want to be blanket statements here but you know y'all it, it it with this whole trans attraction thing you know the shit is real and you know i'm not here I'm not into playing the trauma olympics because that that's a losing game that doesn't benefit anybody really Exactly. over who suffers more but you know i think it's all about acknowledging everyone's experiences and and you know these are look i know men that their men have killed themselves due to this or due to their fear due to whatever the fuck's happened inside their head in relation to their attraction i know somebody who's been kicked out of their parents kicked them out the house because they found out that they were dating trans women uh men who have lost their jobs can't can't work because they you know the job found out that they like trans women like you know it isn't all hunky-dory like all the time not all the situations end up rosy and some of the shit gets really bad and um you know i think a lot of times when you have to confront these situations with family work whatever else being affirmed having a strong resolve and knowing yourself goes a long way to helping you deal with those situations in a in, in a lot better um and tracy this is not me you know devaluing you because really what tracy said like that experience is out there yeah. it is out there that you know guys ha have been there are men out there who are in positions that it's just not an issue you know whether you know like religion don't matter you know family dynamics that it, it just doesn't matter. They're they're good. Their world is not going to be rocked by this at all, and and that's dope. And, and you know what? I wish, I wish, I was one of those people. My relationship with my mother is still fucked up. <laughs> it is it is it is fucked up and broken still. Wow. And um, that's you know I, I I don't even know how to get us back. I think we just have to go to parental counseling or some shit to, to bring this back together because we're 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 it's it's a it's a fake in the funk situation at this point where our relationship is just kind of not as real it's kind of very surface level at this point because we can't talk about everything i talk about my podcast she goes silent she don't want to hear about this i talk about women period was well, she a real woman or is she a trans woman what is what what wants me to differentiate at every single point no matter what woman i'm talking about like and we end up arguing over that shit. so then we just don't talk as much because it's just like you know it's a whole thing i'm sorry to hear that yeah no it's i mean but again uh some when, when when people say you know the fear is all in your head sometimes the fear is fucking real it's in there for a reason because you know you know you know your loved ones 
you love you know your loved ones more than more than anybody else does so you know how they're going to react you know what's you know your situation so i mean i will say i'm a lot happier and i'm a lot more liberated being open about my shit. and um you know tracy we are all good and and, and yeah i everything can li- everything lives in the same universe everything we said here and the experience that you share with us all lives in the same universe because we are in a reality filled with multiple truths so you know my truth is not the ultimate truth of the universe just like the truth that tracy said is in the these are all things that exist in the same place and that's another uh uh uh, uh art of like i guess conversing in this in this space you know sometimes we get hung up on our truth and well that is the truth it's like there's other perspectives you know that are valid what are you gonna say bro no i was agreeing sorry oh i'm sorry i feel like i was yeah no 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 i was agreeing with you like 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 all of our opinions are valid you know what i mean like everybody has a side but you know at the end of the day you you just gotta be you and live your truth And uh, Adonis said it's also a lot of stigma, even in the queer community and among families when being a cis man dating a trans, a trans man. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I mean, shit. Oh, the LGBT community, we have to do a whole nother episode about them motherfuckers because these niggas just is out of control, man. Uh, You know, I, I it's. I've been kicked out of multiple LGBT groups expressing, um, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I love cheesecake. Sorry, Tracy, she's like, let me meet her, Chris. I will make her my cheesecake and we will laugh and welcome her to the club. I Cheesecake is my one and only weakness. If I love it. <laughs> uh, in fact, it was my one and only weakness to the point where I had a, um, I lost 50 pounds over like last last year into this year. I lost 50 pounds doing the keto diet. And um, I had to make keto cheesecake because I just couldn't part with cheesecake. I need something. Man, man, you already know the best cheesecake is New York cheesecake, real talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> New York, you won. You won on that one, New York. Um, but Nicole says, I ask guys not to tell their mothers. She don't need to hear that. Spare her the drama. And, you know, like Nicole, Nicole and other ladies listening to this and men like, yo, that plan is all Gucci until a family member reads that until a family member reads your tea. And, you know, one of our one of our close friends had that situation where he brought a girl home, didn't tell nobody. She's she's a pretty girl. She's beautiful. Brought a girl home. Didn't nobody know. Or I'm sorry, brought a a girl home. Didn't tell nobody and you know a family member red tea and then you know he ended up arguing extensively with his family and got put out the house he had to go stay with another family member across town so it's like you know there is that other side of it where if somebody reads tea and you know they people might be feeling some kind of way thinking that okay you're lying you're trying to whatever whatever like i don't know i just know that that there is another side of it especially when somebody reads tea but i'm with you on that as well like 
especially if, if like if you're with a girl and she's cool with you know she 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 don't really want nobody tell you tell nobody like I I don't think it I don't think she needs to be announced in all situations. I I don't think she needs to be announced in every single fucking situation. Not every family member, not every mother, not every father. Like I get it, I get it. And if that's the direction that y'all want to go, then cool. You know, so that that's really where I'm at with that because, you know, I found myself in a situation where um, I was going to bring a woman around my family, and you know, we were both like, you know what, I'm not. We don't need to make no announcements, and we're good. So then, you know, we just we you know we just did it, and it was it was all good. But it was just like it wasn't like oh I need I, I can't. It wasn't it was it was a uh, people just don't know, but it wasn't like. You know, I had to keep the secret. Like it wasn't like my enforcing it, but you know, so I there there is both sides to that. I just wanted to put that out there. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's like I'm I'm sorry I'm getting a little weird and kooky. I'm I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I skipped dinner. But, but uh Monica said she never heard me mention my family before or anything like that. Uh, or my yes. familial relationships like like I've mentioned my family on the show before. Um, my mother, before she passed away a few months ago, unfortunately, um, she loved me no matter what. So it was like, whoever I brought home, as long as I was happy, that's all she cared about. Uh, one of my cousins, I was afraid that he was going to be problematic. Um, but thankfully when I did tell him, you know, he was cool with it. He was like, you know, whatever, man, he's like. You know, as long as you're happy, do you? Um, there were a few friends that I thought wouldn't care, but unfortunately, I did lose two or three friends in the process. Uh, one of them I thought heard me when I told him the first time, and apparently, he pretended like he never even heard me, and then all of a sudden blocked me completely. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, I mean, it was ups and downs, you know, I had people that were accepting and people that just are no longer part of my life. And that's pretty much how it went. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that with everyone, man. No doubt. Really appreciate you sharing that. And you know, like, this is the kind of shit that like, you know, when we are in our men's group, we're sharing our experiences like this because you know, when we share this shit, there's other people in the group that can relate. And, you know, that's a good thing about sharing this shit on the on this on this podcast. Like doing this podcast, we're sharing our experiences and hope, you know, what what that man just laid out to help somebody in a similar situation. At the very least, knowing that you're not alone. You're not the only one dealing with this. Like, I know it sounds weird, ladies, but like a lot of guys in the space think they're the only ones. We we are seriously like fucking isolated, and I want to um. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Nicole says terribly sorry about your loss. Um, Tracy says my my condolences, my sincerest condolences. Uh, Brooklyn, thank you. Um, Algernon, as long as you're happy, Mike. You know. Um, and that's really what it is, you know. It's all about happiness. Oh, Shay, um, 
Shay says, I try to ask if the family slash friends are supportive of him dating a trans woman. I don't want to be an ambush at family gatherings. Um, yeah. You know, that's the thing with a lot of, you know, trans attracted guys, especially the ones that are open, are just like everybody in the room knows. So sometimes that makes it so that, you know, you bring somebody through, you ain't got to have no conversations. Ain't no, well, is she? What's going on? Y'all all know what it is. And, you know, you're setting the table so that ain't no smoke when the girls show up. Um, you know, that's usually my approach. Um, the other time I didn't have conversations, like when I didn't have conversations when, with that, when I brought that particular woman around, it was just like, the table's already set and I'm not going to let anybody know ahead of time. We're just going to go. We're just going to go and ain't nobody going to say shit and we're good. And nobody talked to me about it afterwards. Nobody had questions. We just was, was Gucci. So, um, I'm sorry, somebody. Um, Monica says, sorry for your loss. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. And, um, well, oh, Algernon shared something with the, oh yeah. Algernon, I lost my friends. I lost most of my friends. And I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, you know, definitely sorry to hear that, man. But, uh, hey, I think he's in, is that the one that's, oh, somebody else is in Houston. That might not be him. I think that was somebody else in the group. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, and then Tracy started to hear that. Um, Nicole, what, well, well, sorry. Uh, what can we do about the isolation trans attractive men are experiencing? I mean, really, you know, in my mind, it's really just making sure that they know they're not the only one. Like, I know it sounds weird as fuck because there's so many trans women out there and somebody's got to be with them. But in our minds, we don't know any other dudes like us and we're completely isolated. We can't talk to anybody about this shit. I can't talk to anybody that accepts me, that is like me. I can't, like, it's, it's really weird. Like, when I found, when I made my first friend, Eric, like that that's what set off a whole new chain of events so it's really making sure that guys are connected with other guys if you know a good dude and you you, you meet somebody oh yeah you're my first and you know i don't really know anybody else like myself all right well hey go talk to my friend go join this facebook group go watch this podcast listen to this podcast. go do this put them in spaces where they can feel you know they can understand that they're not the only ones so I don't, that's my answer but mike Sorry, I mean, wrong way. <laughs> I mean, same thing. Like, I mean, if you meet somebody that is telling you, like, you know, you're the first, like, you know, they're new to this or whatever, you know, it is good to send them to this podcast because they can actually get it, get insight as to other men who feel the same way they do about trans women and everything like that. And the more people that do become open, the less DL boys that we really got to deal with, <laughs> you know, because I mean that that's what really puts the bad labels on us is that, you know, some women meet too many DL guys and they just think that's what trans attractive is. And that is not who we are or what we represent at all. Mm. For sure. So, look, I mean, ladies and men, everyone listening to this friends, family, allies whoever you know 
if you know somebody who is attracted to trans women and, and, and I mean, just ask them, like, are you connected to anybody? Do you know anybody? Do you know any other guys like yourself? Have you talked to any other guys like yourself? Have you been put in space? Have you heard from any, any other guys like yourself? Like, because this community shit is like really important because it just, it helps men build their identities. It helps firm up their identities because a lot of times we're just kind of floating. We're kind of floating and we're like, you know, just freelancing. We don't know what's going on. We're just trying to figure this shit out on our own. But, you know, listening to the experiences of other men, like when I was, when I first started engaging with other men and I was hearing, you know, experiences from guys that have been dating trans women for, you know, hell, since I was born. And before that, like guys that are married, it's really, really started to understand a whole lot. And I want to um, acknowledge Tracy talking about the uh, family thing. She says, I've been ambushed with parents, kids, and friends. I just look for something sharp to grab just in case. I think Quan was responding to her, or I don't know. I don't know who he responded to. He said, I feel you, sis. Meg, yes, boycott the DL. Um, I mean, that's definitely something that I co-sign on. <laughs> and I know two of us and all the guys, most of the guys listening, I can't speak for everybody. Um, and hello to Misha from JFK. Welcome to my city. Oh, Misha. Hey, Misha. All right. Welcome to New York City. Yeah, so, so, so there. <laughs> uh, Brother Roy, um, to answer Nicole's question, Roy was saying that um, them seeing more and more um, men being open and proud, you know, can definitely help with the isolation. And, and you know, this is my second podcast. Like my second pot. So my first podcast, like I met, I met, oh wait, other way. I met Mike from, uh, you know, he was somebody who, li- who had listened to my other podcast. We did a whole show about it, but it was just like hearing men is like, yo, I heard your podcast and I didn't feel so alone anymore. I, I wasn't the only one like that realization, that feeling of like, wow, there's well, other people like me and I'm normal. This is good. That's a funny thing. On your other podcast, I was trying to hit hit you and Eric up to do a collab and shit like that at the mm-hmm. time, and it was like with it with I guess yours and his schedule, it was like almost impossible to figure out a collab. And then it was like finally afterwards when you got this podcast, we started collab. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I've been I've talked to quite a few guys. It's just like yo, I'm not the only one. Oh wow, that's crazy. Because a lot of times when these guys are new, they they only know one trans woman, and they don't know any other guys like themselves, and they're not in the scene like that. These is these is dudes that ain't in community, that don't know shit from shit. Not so, all of us are from New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not all of us are from fucking New York. Well, yeah, hey Misha, Misha, that's our sister. We love her. So shout out to Misha. And what's um, good? What's good, Latria? <laughs> Oh, Treya showed up too? Yeah. Oh, damn. What up, Latreya? Um, I'm sorry. I want to make sure everybody's comments get acknowledged. You know, appreciate it. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate the love, bro. Um, uh, Shay adds, and when a man has children from a previous relationship, marriage from a cis woman, I try to make sure his children will be comfortable because they will be in the picture. And that is absolutely amazing of you, Shay. That is amazing and mature of you. So um, definitely appreciate that mindset. You know. And that's one thing too, like maturity, like both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Like 
a lot of people need to mature and that and that's kind of like when i was saying like grow into your attraction mm -hmm. maturity is a big part of that mm. yeah definitely i mean it's it's everybody's on a journey nobody starts out at the top we're all learning growing understanding different things and you know um as an outsider to the lgbt community coming in to this space of trans amorous trans amory you know we are very we don't know shit. we're largely ignorant and a lot of times we're ready to learn we're ready to take in information and it's just like yo we gotta gotta make sure these laws that we're passing these commandments that we're passing down like really match up with reality and they're not blanket statements because i was you know i'll say it like this so one of the things that I was told when I came in was that, you know, all women care about passing and it's all about passing and you got to make sure that your girl is passing. And like it like it, it had my head spun up to, to, to be in focus on my girl passing when that shit really isn't fucking important. But I heard that from some women and I'm like, oh, OK, I, yeah. All right. That's that's important. OK, cool. And I just ran out there into my first relationship thinking that you know, thinking that her passing was a bigger deal than what it really was. And it was a fucked up problematic mindset that led me that 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 had me decide like, well, not have me. I did the shit. So I'm, let me take accountability. I made some, you know, I, I, I exhibited some problematic behaviors. You know, even up, up, up to having instances of a policing or femininity. You know, because my head, my the what my thought process was completely fucking off, because I was listening to people that I thought were experts and that were trying to help me and, and give me good information, when they didn't. So you know that's that's how impressionable a lot of these guys are, and they don't think to question. They don't think for themselves. We're like, all right, you're the expert. I'm the novice. Teach me, and that's it. So you know, it's it's there's my mission. By the way, I did have a conversation with that young woman that I was in a relationship. I did apologize. You know, once you know better, do better. And, you know, I, I let her know that, you know, I I was ignorant and, and, and that I, I did some things that were not great. And, you know, I grew and I learned and, and, and I had to apologize for it. And I, I've owned up to that kind of shit on this podcast before. Mm -hmm. Or not that kind of shit, but I've owned up to those mistakes in my first relationship Uh on this podcast before no one is uh, perfect everybody makes mistakes for so. sure but we, you know you got to be honest and be accountable you gotta yeah. you gotta be accountable for your fuck ups and you know hopefully show, other people can learn from that shit. Yeah, show 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 please. me someone who is 100 perfect and i'll show you the biggest liar in the world <laughs> fair enough um all right sorry we're kind of we got back on the comments y'all <laughs> We're getting close to, to wrap up time here. Anyways, we got a couple minutes left. So um, Tracy says, I have dated DL men, but DL in that we didn't tell anyone about. <laughs> Damn, girl, about the Hidden Valley Ranch. What? Uh, we were out and about and proud of each other. All right. The hit. Oh, we the Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> Shit. So oh, wait, wait, wait what, what was the term she used before? She, she has some other term that was good too. Fuck. But hit Bradley Vinch, that takes a cake. That's that's fucking hilarious. Thank you for that, Tracy. 
But um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and fair enough, you know, um, I think, you know, if, if it's agreed upon terms and you're both, and this is what y'all want to do and this is how you want to manage your relationship, by all means, um, you know, I think one of the things I heard when I, a lot of the stories that I heard when I first got into this community was just like how women wanted to be loved openly and a lot of men were keeping them in the closet only seeing them in their apartment, never taking them out to restaurants. And, you know, I, I really felt how much I, I felt how much that hurt them. And it's just like, I'm just staunchly against that. But, you know, if that, if, you know, if that's the agreed upon terms of your relationship and you're both comfortable with that and you feel secure in that relationship, by all means, I am not here to judge anybody what relationship specifically. I, I just want people to stop being hurt. Yeah. I want people to be done right for once. You know, there's a lot of these, there's a lot of women in this community that have, they just keep getting done wrong by dude after dude. So I, I would love for men to just step up and, and do better. And that's not me being a simp. That's just me being real, telling the fucking truth out here. I don't know why calling you a simp. Uh, well, you know, I'm just speaking to the, <laughs> to the, to the people that may be watching this a month from now. <laughs> um. Kanisha, it's hard to find a man who is attracted to the kind of trans woman I am, plus size. Shout out to the BB dubs, love the big girls myself. Uh, I'm proud of who I am, and but it's hard for men who like thick plus size trans women. You know. That ain't true. There's a lot well, of men out there that, that like thick women. It's, it's brothers that like it and there's ones that don't. Brothers, you know. The question is, is she attracted to the dudes that tend to like her? I mean that's that's the quandary for everybody, really, you know. Um, but I would I would say you know I I get it and I think that um, hopefully I might have a solution for that soon. We'll see. I don't know. Hopefully hey, I, I'm, I'm trying to organize an event that might help everybody out. So I'm just saying from what I've seen, it yeah. tends to be a case where women are like, oh, but men don't like the type of girl i am and then it turns around and you got like guys that like them and they're like oh no not you <laughs> well so i actually kind of snapped on an only fans girl about that um oh jack in the box god damn jack in the box and hidden yeah, valley jack ranch <laughs> you heard it here everybody god damn it's fucking hilarious i love that shit keep 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 them coming um but I, I kind of snapped on the OnlyFans girl on Twitter. You know, I got my little fake fake profile that I use just to peruse porn and OnlyFans and whatever. Because I mean, Twitter's a new Tumblr, so uh, not not snap snap. But some girl was just like, "Yeah, well, you know, we're all the men that open up doors for women. You know, I miss that treatment. I had a guy who did that before, and I I'm, I, I can't find men who'll do that again." And I'm like, "Look here, like, ma'am." You are bad as fuck. You have your pick of the litter when it comes to men. All you have to do is amend what kind uh, amend what kind of men you are choosing. You have the choice. Just change the kind of guys you're choosing because you can you can have any dude. And this girl was stone cold gorgeous. So like I kind of had to snap on her on that one because I'm like the options that she has, other women would kill for. And it's just like. She's sitting there complaining. The fuck? I don't know. I I, I had no sympathy, so I had to let her know. Uh, G Mike, what up, bruh? Uh, 
Sounds like you were one of the guys who listened to the lives and posts in secret thinking they figured everything out. I was that guy at once. Um, no, not really. Um, not in secret. I was in like Zoom meetings, listening to podcasts, um, doing Instagram, like t- uh, in, uh, doing Instagram video chats. And like, you know, the girls were really trying to like, really like educate me. But some of the things that they were educating me on was shit that was from their perspective that really had more to like they were their version of the truth was molded by what's happening inside of them instead of what is the actual just objective truth, not the subjective truth. And um, so that's really what it was. I was just listening to a lot of people specifically that I, I, I don't consume their content or you know take in what they're saying anymore or i just do but i also understand that that's their truth and their truth is not the truth so i, I listen differently now but before yeah. i just you know took everything as like yo knowledge listen learn grow all that stuff um meg says power. you'll find him hun knowledge is power the more you know for sure <laughs> um Miss Misha, I'm gonna need you to stop playing on my live stream. Talking about perfect is right here. <laughs> I love you, Misha. Yeah, shout, out, shout out to Misha. <laughs> For sure. Um oh, Rick, Rick Gordon. Uh I think this is the politician uh guy here. We gotta we gotta get you on, bro. We're gonna have to talk about this shit. Uh he says it's a journey doc. My first trans woman I dated when I was 24, almost 40 now. It's growth. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Tracy says, I would never, ever be in a relationship like that. Sorry for the assumption. I think I might have misconstrued the message a little bit. So, you know, I just don't want to misquote anybody here. Just going to put this out there. Vote for Rick Gordon as long as he's not Republican. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Um, Shay says there needs to be a group of transgender men in Dallas, Texas. Shout out Houston. I'm in Houston. Or at least a mixer because online dating is growing old. You're right. Um, so, and, and Tracy, you know, shout out to Tracy for remembering. Uh, she says, I think Chris and another young man are arranging a mixer. Um, so, yeah, there is that. There is the, um, um, which, which, you know, we put out there that somebody like, hey, somebody like email the men like us podcast at gmail.com. If you want to help us organize this because everybody was on board in the comments, nobody emailed. So, um, yeah, that, that's a project. That's definitely a back burner project for me right now, though. But we are definitely going to concoct some sort of, you know, family, you know, trans community family reunion weekend in like probably like Atlanta or some other place where there's a lot of people, not New York. Uh <laughs> But put it somewhere, and uh, you know we'll have you know probably hit up the skating rink and you know have a have a cookout family reunion style and you know maybe have a, 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 a coordinate with like a club or they just have like a night for us and we all have fun there. So it'll just be a fun little you know relaxed weekend. So not hating on New York is just expensive there, and I don't want to deal with all that shit. So expensive not dealing with it city in the world not dealing with it so um I, it's it's a dope city it is but 
the that is not what I was talking about, actually, Tracy. There is something else behind the scenes that's happening, and um, I will probably start announcing stuff next month. We'll see, but there is something. There's something really big coming, coming, and something that's never been done before, as far as I know. That that might help a lot of uh, you know, pe- might help a lot of people out. So you know, allay a lot of our dating frustration. So. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> so I can't can't let the cat out of the bag just yet because we're still planning. Um, but anywho, yeah. But that's all I got, y'all. Oh, Chris, I can't help organize. I'm trying to renovate my home. I bought. Yep, that is a fucking headache. I get that. <laughs> oh, what did what did Meg say? I'm sorry, Meg. I missed your comment. Let me go back real quick, and then we're gonna wrap it up. After who? And and that's something else, fellas. Wrap after it up. Kanisha. Ha! Get on prep, fools. <laughs> Actually, and, and that's dude. I had to explain to a guy like, yo, this is what you know. Here's this is what prep is. No, uh, Kanisha said it's hard to find a man who's attracted to the kind of trans woman I am. Plus size, I'm proud of who I am, but it's hard for men to like plus size. Thick plus size trans women, and Meg says you'll find them, hun. And then, um, I don't know what Twin Brothers is about, but I, I, I think I'm, I'm forgetting the context for that one. Um, but yeah, Denver has a great get together thing, never been though, because I don't want to go alone. Actually, um, Elizabeth, those events are dope as fuck. Um, Maddie is the one who organizes that shit. Um, I think it's called like the Made Up Club, but they have an amazing community in Denver. If you live in Denver, uh, you are definitely privileged because they have amazing transgender community events there. They have pool parties. They have lots of get-togethers at bars, and like they have all these nights. And they just that's 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 when I first started in, interacting with the community. I just came out to their events, and it was made for people to be social, get to know each other, hang out, have fun. And it was like they were very welcoming. So definitely go to those events. Go. It's 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 dope. So um here is great. Blah, blah, blah. I can help, but not in Atlanta. <laughs> I'd rather be in, yeah, look, we could be Dallas. I would I will fucks with Dallas too. So I will fucks with Dallas too. Now about my fiance. Oh, I don't I missed the fiance one. Sorry. See Meg. I want to. I want to make sure I get Meg's comment in here because she does come back to us, and I. I, I fuck with my loyal viewers. Yeah, I do. Nice. I do. I do. Let's see here, babe. Boycott the DL. Ah, I'm sorry. Ah, Meg says my fiance has never tried to hide me from his friends or family. Some try to say he's gay. He's so far from gay. But his self-security is phenomenal. And that, man, that's where we're trying to get you to. We're trying to get you to the point where you don't care if somebody says you're gay, if, if somebody tries to devalue you for liking trans women. Like, that's that's the goal. That's the threshold. Well, not the third. That's one of them. That's one of the milestones that, you know, we want to get guys to hit. Because once I hit that milestone, I stopped caring about a whole lot of shit. Yeah, man. Straight, straight a whole up, lot of shit. 
straight up somebody tries to call me gay i'm like cool call me gay I, like i'll even fuck with their head for like a whole hour and a half <laughs> i mean i don't deal with people that that say that and then don't want to have a conversation because then you know there's a lot of uh, 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 fake intellectuals out there who think they know what they're talking about, and I could dismantle all their shit pretty easily. So I'm I'm happy to just do battle. Oh yeah, and my my petty side will kick in. Trust me. There you go. <laughs> Look at Tracy out here dating NFL players. Ooh. Okay, I see you. I see you. All right, all right, sis. Okay. Brittany Renner part two. Oh no, I didn't say nothing. Oh no, I didn't say nothing. No. Check out the Real Talk podcast for that one. For sure. <laughs> for sure. But anywho, all right, y'all. Um, thanks for joining us tonight. I appreciate y'all standing by and just listening to us, y'all, Jack, about, you know, newly trans attractive men, their mindset, at least where my mindset was, what I'm seeing out here with the, a lot of these guys. But, you know, the 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 end the end message that I want people everybody to take away from this is allow men to be to be sexually liberated allow men to be free allow them to feel their freedom and be liberated about their attraction for the first time in their lives if they say they like pre-op women or if they say they love women with penises let them love that shit openly let them feel that shit just support 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 because the more affirmed they are in their attraction the better you know the better person that they'll be especially when it comes to you know intermingling with the community and defending the community and just establishing a self-identity obviously there is lots of conversation to be had about you know how open you should be about it where you should insert that in what conversations when you should just shut the fuck up and not say that all of that shit i get i get all of that is there but at the end of the day we just need to affirm a lot of guys and try not to judge them try not to shame them when they are when they are, are finally expressing themselves for the first time in their lives. We need more, bring, we need more welcoming, bringing guys in and less, you know, adversarial, you know, trying uh, negative labels. So um, that's what we need. Mike, any final thoughts? Um, just keep it all positive, yo. Like negative is not what's needed. Like within the community, we need unity. That's why it's community. For sure, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So, yep, let's let's treat each other well. Be free, fellas. And um, hold on, hold on. I need to I check. Uh, oh, next Wednesday. Finally going to do this. So, finally, Ryder Monroe will be on the Men Like Us podcast next Wednesday. We will be having our second Star Trek talk. Last one kind of got postponed. We're doing it again on Wednesday. So look out for that. We will be going live Friday, Wednesday, not Friday, Wednesday evening. Um, if you have any questions for Ryder Monroe, by all means, DM the questions to the Facebook page, Instagram page. You can email menlikeuspodcast at gmail.com. You can also just send general show feedback. Got any questions for me? You or, know, any feedback for the show? Just send or, it there. Or mm-hmm. what they could do also, pregame with the Ryder Monroe men, uh, Trans Talk for Men episode, and then go right into the Men Like Us episode, because this is our part two. That, that's for sure. That's for sure. So um, we will be talking Star Trek and nerdy shit, but I'll make some time if you guys have questions for her. Um, you know, she's been in the porn industry for a while. Um, she's definitely been in 
connection with transamorous men for a minute. She's had conversations with numerous guys about, you know, being open and all that stuff. She's a very dope chick, um, you know, who's a very authentic person. So, um, yeah, send any questions you have for her um, about her, her life, Star Trek, you know, nerd shit or, you know, OnlyFans porn, whatever. By all means. So, anywho, follow us on Twitter. Please, please, please follow the instructions at the bottom of the screen and on this label. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I need more, more, more subscribers. So, if you are listening to this, get over to the YouTube channel. Click the subscribe button. Um, the more subscribers I have, the more likes I have on my videos, the easier it will be for me to share my message with more people. The be- easier it be for people to find me. So also, also, if you're on Facebook, share this. Share this with your friends, family. Share the message. Help me reach more people. I could use your help if you want. So with that, um, we will see y'all next Wednesday, and we will see y'all next, uh, next weekend. Y'all take care.